Here's a quick message from Diversion. Lots of exit interviews are going to be happening over the next, let's call it, three to six months. It already started when, during the back half of 2022. And when you're having these exit interviews, everyone has read the blogs, the videos, the podcasts that I've heard. You have to have those conversations with as much empathy as you can. Um, it's better to actually have the conversation and not send an email or not or not trigger a message through some sort of an intranet or a portal. Um, you need to do so in a way that allows the employees to have a voice. There's many tactics in, and methodologies and strategic approaches you can take to um, having a productive exit interview. And I think what I want to highlight today, owner, are a few elements of the exit interview that I think can really help organizations from an inclusivity perspective set themselves up six months down the road when they are ready to have some boomerang employees come back and or are just ready to do recruiting in, 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 a, in a new back half of 2023 world. So a couple factors. Number one, the job. Did the job max, mat, match your expectations from when you were first hired? This is objectively so important. Like this may be one of the biggest ones that um, you all know personally I'm a big fan of and that I believe should should exist. You know, I think with the work that we're doing with Diversal and the work that I've been doing with Beyond Brand, it would definitely solve this, this factor here. When you're having an exit interview and you ask that question, did the job match your expectations from when you were first hired? The answer should not only be yes, but the answer should be a very nuanced yes that explains examples, that, that points to certain things that were represented in the JD that actually showed up in their overall tenure within the organization. The app, the, the employee should be able to explain things at a very detailed level of why it matched and why it, it, it's, it fulfilled their expectations. If it did not, looping in beyond brand, what I've always been a, been a proponent of and a big fan of is, is organizations being incredibly honest and transparent and detailed at potentially negative ways, neutral ways, positive ways, and just be truthful about where the company currently is where the leadership currently is, where the state of the role currently is, the state of the team currently is, and be as honest as you can, as early as you can, and as consistently as you can throughout the recruiting phase, the onboarding phase, and the first six months phase, in my personal opinion. And I believe if you do that, if you find technologies and tools and resources and categories to be viscerally honest and viscerally transparent, what it can provide is an inclusive experience during those first six months. It can make that new hire feel so comfortable, so safe, so, so, um, I'm pausing because I'm trying to find the, the next best word. It's just a good idea. <laughs> Let's just leave it there. It's just a really good idea. Doing the right thing is always the right thing. And that is the right thing. You want someone to genuinely understand what they're getting involved in so they can really prep themselves to be a part of this team, be a part of this department, be a part of this company, and be able to ask the right questions, position themselves correctly within the org, and don't make decisions or make statements or do things that are completely different to what the standards are, or that could be out of the overall scope and the bandwidth of what the department and the leader can provide. Um, 
And so when you're having those exit interviews, you really need to understand if it matched the expectations. And I think this is the biggest one because as you gear up to bring some of those folks back, if you have the exit interview and they explain at a very detailed level that it did not match the expectations, understand why. Was it around decision-making? Was it around workflow? What is it, was it around bandwidth? Was it around expectations? Was it around team design? Was it around the leadership personality? Was it around the, the internal comms? What was it about the department, the company, the overall experience that did not match what was presented in the interview? So you can actually gear up to make those changes. If you put your exiting employees in the, in the driver's seat, to be honest, to be detailed, to be real, to be transparent, and you create a safe place to extract that data, to, to, to extract that information in a qualitative way, you can really get a lot of good information so you can gear up and, and put some things in place. Get your, te- get your leaders in place to, to make new strategic decisions, to put some new systems, to put some new technology, to put some new expectations, to put new leaders in place. So when you are ready to start recruiting again and start bringing back some of those, those employees that you had to unfortunately lay off, they can realize that you took their word and their perspectives and their advice seriously. Um, the last one or the second one here, but really the last one, there's only two that I want to kind of centralize and, and lock in on is the resources slash technology. Did the, did the tools uh, and, the, and the resources that we were providing to you through, throughout your tender, did it, did it really help you do your job at an optimal level? Do you feel like we gave you everything you needed from an L&D, from a resources, from a technology, from a, from a, from a leadership availability perspective? Did you feel like you had everything you needed to be successful? Did you feel like we listened to you in those times where you did raise your hand and say, I don't have everything I need. I don't feel fully secure. I don't feel like I have enough um, understanding of this or or tools to be able to work with the client better this way, whatever the case is going to be. And again, if you can get that transparent, honest, detailed information and feedback throughout the exiting process, you can start to find the new technologies, find the new processes, find the new systems, rework how your leaders will make themselves more available to team members. I'm a big fan of exit interviews. I think there's a way to do so in a very inclusive way. I think my DEI and B leaders out there need to start taking their overall perspectives and insights into how they can help craft and reshape and remold the the exit interviews. And I think a lot of good can happen if you have DE&I in your TA teams, DE&I in your leaders and managers, DE&I in your CHRO and your C-suite HR leaders. I think if you combined all of those forces and recreate and reshape the exit interview and how you have those conversations how the conversations are um, are tracked and recorded, and, and the data that comes from those conversations, and 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 making it making it a an expectation that you have to the to yourselves as leaders in the organization that says we're going to take this data and we're actually going to do something different. We're going to take this data and we're actually going to make some change. We're actually going to listen. And so I think the resources, the technology, the, the, the availability of your leaders and managers, and I think the, the job, right? Did the job match your expectations from when you were first hired based off of the JD and based off of your initial onboarding? I think those two factors when conducting an exit interview are the biggest and the most impactful. Thanks so much. This has been a message from Diversal. We'll talk soon.